0: Let's go.
1: Playback,
0: playback with, with Wise Johns. Do you think that. you're like a really good person? Hello, hello, hello. It's um. Wait, is this thing even on? I think so. Oh my god. Hey, Shannon? Shannon? Yes. Are you there? Okay, great. It's um. It's Morgan and Shannon. And we are the Two Wise Johns, and this is Playback with us
1: hey
0: and um it's been a minute but and we're we, and also it's been a minute hence it's a backlog of music we're gonna try to keep it focused on a few um today but honestly i feel like music comes out every other day every other
1: day and there's just so much and so much to talk about so we're gonna try to keep it as short and sweet on this one as possible
0: and we are just focus on the things we truly truly loved Um, so what do you want to, what do you want to start with? Well, music videos, the singles.
1: Uh, okay. So first I think, oh, it's so hard. Okay. Let's start with singles since the music video I want to talk about goes with one of the albums. Um, Fair. so yeah. What singles were you feeling that came out?
0: It's weird. I, so I'm a huge Jesse Ware fan, been (laughs) to three of her concerts. Um, fell in love to this day the first album is my favorite um so i everything so just really enjoy her her look her love her voice Um, i thought the production on the first album was spoke to me specifically um so i was very excited that she had a new single out maybe last week i'm called midnight and i was just super excited to hear it etc etc and it's I'm a little bit disappointed, Shannon. For some reason, it's giving me Jesse J, which is not the British Jesse I wanted. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Something about it, I, I think I, in my head, Jesse Ware has a certain sound aesthetic, and Midnight is giving me. It's just giving me Jesse J. Even the way Jesse Ware is, like, production wise, yeah. Jesse Ware's actual sound, like her voice vocally even sounds like Jesse J. And it threw me off, because I like that they're different. But today on Midnight they mm-hmm. sound very similar
1: I can see that I I listened to Midnight But I don't think I listened to it enough To really like Have a take on it I mean I will say I listened to Midnight And then was like And just went back to her first album So there's If it's a single I'm sure that means there's
0: a full length album to come
1: Absolutely And so, I'm, I- I'm ready I'm
0: ready and I'm excited for that, but just me too. Was, I hope the sound is still more her than. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with Jessie J, but you know they sound different for
1: a reason. <laughs> what about you? Um. So let's see. There was um. So Demi Lovato. Oh yeah, we'll has a single. Uh, it's called sorry, oh, not sorry, "Sorry Not Sorry," which. I just wanna, you know, pour one out for uh, Naya Rivera. Sorry, not sorry, because that's I was the about original. Her
0: because I don't really fuck with Naya Rivera the person, but Santana on Glee is my favorite thing ever. So <laughs> I'll always somewhat support Naya because of that. But go ahead.
1: Yeah. So you know, she did that song with. Um, who was it? Uh, oh, her boyfriend at the time, Big Sean. And they were basically mm-hmm. like saying sorry, not sorry to the ex because, you know, it is what it is and life happens. Um, and so Demi Lovato did this song and people are really loving it. Seems like it's a bop. And it is. It's I'm not going to say it's not. It's cute. I watched the music video and I was I was distressed by it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, because i'm not Distressed. sure who styled the video i
0: couldn't figure it out either also how old is Demi lovato
1: i don't like 28 maybe 27 wait no how old wait. is Demi lovato
0: no way there's no way that's her actual age how old is she
1: she's 24 no really how is she not you know the same age as t- you know taylor what? swift
0: Remember, you used to make me watch those videos of Molly Cyrus yelling, like making fun of Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato. Oh, yeah, they are. They are the, the same, age. same <laughs> age. They are the same age. Also, those videos made me love Molly Cyrus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but okay, now I'm thinking so, about it. Okay. Sure. Okay, Demi, girl, for some reason, I thought we were on the same trajectory in life. But <laughs> um, No, that makes sense. She's so,
1: no, it doesn't make sense. Wow, she's 24. I know. It's crazy. Okay, crazy. So anyway. um, so the song is like we said, it's a bop, but to me, it just like you know, speaking of songs that sound like somebody else, like it sounds like a Kalani song to me, and to me, it sounds like a Fergie, um, a
0: Fergie song,
1: yeah. So
0: I thought it was for delicious.
1: I guess it's a song anybody else could have done, maybe I don't know, but glad she got it, um. Remake the video. I know you won't because budget, but you know.
0: I mean, just, just some, a suggestion. I think she has a great voice. I'm interested. To she see does have a she, really good
1: voice. If so, she comes out with something else, yeah. I so just catchy. I want something to like click for her.
0: Yeah.
1: And I don't think this is it. Mm-mm. No. No.
0: Um. Yeah. So that's sorry, not sorry, but no, who is sorry? Like really sorry. And I feel like we're a bit late because we've had technical issues. We're so late. But you know what?
1: We're late, but kind of on time because he's just Mm. continuously been giving us content with this album. He has been dropping it. So um, I feel like like now I just have such a greater context, knowledge that, you know, I can frame my thoughts on 444 Mm. from...
0: I've been calling it four four four, but I guess when I look at it, it is four forty four. I see the I see the colon now. Uh, <laughs> but uh, when you say yeah. it like
1: four four four, I don't know. It sounds like like some like the. It sounds demonic. It does sound thought, demonic.
0: But he is demonic because who does he think he is calling himself? Hoba. <laughs> I know the Christians hate that. I know. Uh, but, no, so, yeah, so 444, I know this is your boo, your bae. Just go ahead and let's talk about it. And I'll get into the video more, but... I don't know, I feel like we... It's, how, where do we even begin with it? I don't know how
1: I start. Okay, I don't... Do I know? Yes, okay, so I know. 444, um, Jay-Z's new album. You guys know I said I wasn't... I mean... I'm always going to be excited about anything, Jay-Z, especially musically. Always excited to give it a shot, maybe. Where my expectations lie when I'm doing that, though... Um... Or another story. And I will say this album exceeded my expectations. Uh, no ID produced the entire album and did a fantastic job. I think, um like the the beats and the samples used on songs um was excellent i think the content was great love it uh and it you know jay-z's rapping again and like being a little bit more vulnerable with us again which is what i love because i fell in love with like uh volume two jay-z and you know Rapping about cars, money and all that type of stuff and then like went back to volume one and started listening to um, you know, like you must love me and uh, some of the more You know vulnerable softer side of jay-z I guess which You know and I don't even think he necessarily loves that album because I think he thinks it was like a little soft for him But I loved it. Um So I think on this album you get that and you get kind of like you know his grown man evolution which is great to see because like i love chat dad jay-z
0: dad jay-z i i've never been i'm not the biggest uh connoisseur of rap in general so i, I do feel like i missed out on the tupac biggie jay-z mob deep era because i was still focused on spice girls and TLC. Uh, but, uh, so, like, yeah, uh, sorry. Sorry, not sorry, hashtag. But I will say listening to 4444, 4, and I don't know, I don't know Jay-Z's whole like, catalog intimately the way I appreciate Kanye West, mm-hmm. but it did feel vulnerable to me. Like I'm not used to Jay-Z talking about, for instance, his marriage. I feel like we got a lot of insight into his relationship with Beyonce, which is something... And I, and I honestly found it more interesting coming from him because, you know, Beyonce, her albums are curated, meaning she didn't write the songs, she handpicked them. Whereas Jay-Z, I think, wrote these lyrics, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right, so even, even more so feels like it's true, like we're, we're getting, we're being illumined about the inner workings of the relationship in a way we haven't before, which I found very interesting
1: yeah I I agree I think um, and also you know I think from a dude who went from being like you know he would never wife him like you know it wasn't happening to like being like look like I fucked up and I feel terrible and I hurt somebody that I loved that I love and you know being honest about where he was when he started the relationship and um, where he was during it and where he is now and kind of, you know, being honest about what that journey is like as a man and, you know, good or bad or whatever it is, it's his story. And uh, I think and I mean, I know a lot of men related to it because, you know, you saw a lot of men talking about it, which I think was a really positive thing thing and especially seeing so he's also done some footnotes to the album um in regards to certain songs and has videos of um men talking about uh you know how they feel about the songs and the two that I saw was to 444 and to uh was it the story of OJ? Yeah, to the story of OJ. Um and so for on 444 he had a you know there was Chris Rock was talking about um, relationships and being selfish in relationships and especially being famous and all that comes with that and trying to balance that and family and anthony anderson was doing the same thing and then you had like you know younger guys like they had uh what's his name uh yeah jesse williams and they had uh michael b jordan and they had what is Mac? i don't remember mac mac wiles like real name right now but i know it's tristan something
0: oh tristan yes tristan something um he's young
1: he is right so it was it was and um even mahershala you know just talking about fatherhood and and being a man and what it means to be in a marriage and really be in a marriage you know and and how almost None of them were really ready for What that meant and The responsibility of that you know And they thought they were Um, And talking about how Like they just didn't see examples of that And so now they're trying to Be better and create examples of that And so I think I think like the great thing that it's done Is like start this whole conversation Conversation yeah uh, Which is really positive
0: Yeah and I think it hopefully i've seen a lot of women react to it in the more you know uh like damn him and for taking so long to get to the point and this this point of maturity which i can i can see from that i can see that standpoint too i mean as a woman it's like okay these are things i'm thinking about at 21 Mm -hmm. but again we talked about this before that women are sort of forced to think about those things like from the moment we hit puberty Like, if you think about puberty, we get a period and, like, a reminder that we could get pregnant anytime, which is, like, in itself a major burden slash responsibility. Men get a boner, which means have sex. So, like, they – even from, an early age, biologically, like, we women – not mature faster, but we have to think about a lot of things. We have to consider a lot of things earlier. So yeah, we when do. When listening to the Jay-Z album, it's annoying to hear, but it's also, like, that's their journey and clearly a lot of men relate to it for a reason because that's just how, you know, like, that's how it is. Like, they, that's, that, that's that's their story. And I think mm-hmm. it's okay for them to sort of introspect on it together as a community and kind to build solidarity over trying to learn from it. Yeah. And, evolve from it you know so i thought that was good yeah take a step back to let them have that moment i guess
1: <laughs> yeah i think that is part of it too it's just you know we relate differently on some things and i don't know what you know growing up slow is like <laughs> um, growing
0: up, you're calling it growing up slow
1: i get. i mean yeah right because they have the luxury of like you said for all those reasons they have the luxury of that um but to get back to the album like i think like the pacing of it was done very well and i just i like the way he started with like kill jay-z where he starts talking about his ego and like the guy he used to be and you know he talks about his relationship with kanye on that song and how you know he doesn't know what I guess is going on with that situation because he thought he did like a lot of things for Kanye and then here Kanye is on stage bashing him for like 20 minutes and talking about don't send your goons on me
0: which I guess Jay-Z
1: didn't because Kanye's still out yeah Mm -hmm. uh and I guess on that song kind of confirmed what a lot of us think is happening with their relationship which who knows um you know, hopefully you guys will get back together soon. Maybe just on a business level. We'll see. But Kanye did cut ties with title or suing title. Um yeah. for some checks. So Jay, I don't know where the subscription money is going or how the royalty breakdown is supposed to work over there, but
0: what do you so what do you think about the visual components to
1: so the story of okay so i think the first video i saw was the story of oj and i think i saw that like the day after the album came out and i thought i mean i i know where all that imagery is from and i've seen it before but i thought i thought it was i thought it was interesting that he used that as i mean for that song it's you know, pretty on the nose, I guess. I was, um, I was
0: like, someone's like, "What do you think?" I was like, "Well, there's not much to think." It's right, pretty, like it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty spelled out for us.
1: <laughs> right, it's just right there. It's
0: and that's how I kind of feel about the um. Actually, I guess I mean, I guess we can get into it. Our b- music video pick for today. Okay. Feel about Moonlight too? Um, the music, the video for Moonlight. mm mm-hmm. I'm like, it's hard to really kind of talk about the symbolism because it seems very. He's being there. He's not really hiding anything. It. It's not like, you know, it's not a. Uh, <laughs> everything's on a nose. So I don't know. Yeah,
1: I I mean, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I think when I, I mean, I saw half of the Moonlight video because it got taken down for copyright infringement. Yeah, someone um, tweeted it
0: because it's supposed to be only on title. So I managed to sneak and see it. Someone tweeted the video.
1: Yeah. And I will down. say, like. I. So while I get the point. Of the video, I think. Maybe I don't. I don't know. It How seemed like. I got halfway side. to it. It seemed like, you know, people thought it was like super subversive. um, And ooh, I didn't really get that. Um, Besides it being like, I guess, a black remake of Friends. And I don't know if he's saying like. I guess a black version of Friends wouldn't have gotten. I think the point
0: of the video... So I think... So I watched the full video mm-hmm. and it starts off with... Is that Carmichael's character is producing or created pretty much the black version of Friends. And then mm-hmm. Hannibal Buress pretty much tell him, tells him, Nigga, what is this? This is just the black version of Friends. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's who whack. needs this? And it's kind of whack. And then you see him... And they go back to like doing it's like a, another take on a scene and he sort of zones out because he's watching the corny jokes and all his friends making these corny jokes and the audience laughing and it's like this whole pan out. And then Issa Rae's character, I guess the Monica, sort of sees him sort of zone out and walks him over to like another room which exits into like a, I don't know, like a park and he sits on a oh. bench and reflects on it. And it's i guess the and then it ends with literally it then it just says um it ends with the voiceover of the academy awards when la la land wins what mm-hmm. they think they win and it then they say oh we made a mistake this award goes to moonlight and then that's when the big moonlight pops up and it's like this is the video for moonlight so that's how it ends but i think the point of the so to me the the way because it ended like that the point of the video is we don't need to make a black version of Friends one we already had it it was Living Single two with him ending with like Moonlight winning the Academy Award make, we make our own shit and it wins anyway so I think oh that's okay the got it okay. Like, and I think that's why he used Carmichael specifically because Carmichael is producing his own sort of critically acclaimed show on is it NBC well, not anymore. Show. Well, not anymore. But, the, but I, yeah, a re- that's, that's the okay. reason he chose him as the sort of protagonist. Yeah, of I figured so that I it had, the had whole something point to of the do video. with it. It's like, we don't really need a black friends. We're already, let's make our own content and make it great. So I think and, and the reason he chose those characters because you have Issa Rae making her own content, making it great. You have Tessa Thompson, who is like, we know her from Dear Black People, Dear White People, which is like a pretty blackity black movie. So I think that was the point overall of the video. Oh, okay. Got which it. I think I like. I think people kinda missed that point and focused too much on the whole friends thing. I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. think that was the point in the video. Um but yeah, so that was my take on it. Which okay, I appreciate
1: cool. it. Yeah, I like it. Um, and then they he I also saw the visuals for I didn't see the visuals for Bam yet, which probably is the song I love the most on the album because you know, you got a Marley on it, and I'm just probably going to love it. And he's like, I, he just, his flow is just so perfect on that song for me. Um, so I think Damien, Marley, and Jay-Z did a fantastic job on that, that song. Um, I didn't see the video for it, but I did see the video for uh, 444. Did you see that video?
0: It was like a compilation
1: of Twitter It videos. was, it, honestly, I was just like. <laughs> I was like,
0: I could not make this video, but
1: okay. It, and I think I it was. When I was watching it, I was like, this is literally everything. And I mean that in a very little way. It's just everything on the internet. Is it was in like, video. yeah, it was like,
0: it didn't, it didn't even curate it. It was just everything on not the internet.
1: Not at that all. Happened. Not curated. Um, and maybe. That's the point, like, you know. <laughs> you know I you had a deep, I had a deep, like,
0: you know, symbol, symbolic message for Moonlight. I don't. I got nothing for 444
1: video. <laughs> <laughs> I got Jay Z is on the internet too. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like Jay Z tweets well, he watches. <laughs> That's all I got from 444 as
1: a video. Yeah. Okay. So. I don't know if there's anything, if there are any other videos that I so Okay, so I will say, um, favorite songs on the album, Bam, Marcy Me, because, you know, I just love, uh, Z. Like, it was a song that made me, like, super nostalgic for, like, his older stuff. And I have to say Smile, because it's such a cute song, and I love that he has his mom at the end, um... And, you know, talks about her living life in the closet and then finally coming out as lesbian and him just wishing her like the greatest love and happiness and, you know, all of that as a son. So I think that was dope song.
0: Uh, my favorite would probably be Kill Jay-Z. <laughs> um, <laughs> just because I like the way that sound, I like the way it sounded the most. Um, yeah. Like pick a favorite like based off lyrical content. I would have to say smile as well because anything about like the story about this mom's story.
1: I know Andy's it's just so
0: cute. Um, bam! Um. I actually like Moonlight. Uh, I like the short ones, isn't that funny? The <sighs> yeah. Two minute and thirty five seconds. And the story of O.J. I don't think I can sit and listen to it, but I, again, I think it's necessary for young kids to hear that. I like mm-hmm. the fact that it was intentional and um about upward mobility whatever i think people can call jay-z elitist or classes i'm like whatever i think our culture needs to hear that so it is it is what it is
1: all righty so moving on to a hotly anticipated album on playback girl i guys these
0: three sisters every three months for the past two and a half years and they finally gave us an album. And they finally gave us an album, so we're here for Haim. I know. Heim. I can't. I try to say their name the way they pronounce it, but you know, I had to get that nice sound. Heim. Anyway,
1: <laughs> Heim. And um, Haim has In some their- ways, it's very fitting that we are talking about 444 and Heim's something to tell you in the same episode because both albums are very honest. Both parties in the larger sense you know weren't always ready for love wait. so huh yeah true true yeah
0: that and... is the entire premise of the accepting to tell you album
1: <laughs> right and you know every now and then you you meet a real one that you're like okay wait now i'm ready
0: yeah you know what that's true they are sort of son uh lyrically the content um very similar. I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Shannon. You're um, welcome. But yeah, Haim, this album is exactly... What I love about these three sisters is that they really... They rare, rarely deviate from... They are who they are. Like They gave me the album... How you know, I, I was Disappointed in Jesse Ware's second album for sounding very different from the first. Mm-hmm. Haim gave us exactly what, what, what they knew we wanted. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, but like... <laughs> also but better but better yes
0: <laughs> it's better it's better it's exactly what i wanted but better like they're because- they made their because i think they have a very distinct sound which i love like kind of have cold as a sound and i like when artists sort of curate a sound for themselves but they took that doubled down on it and like made it sound even better and I yes like do that
1: and they still experimented with different sounds yeah because i would was say,
0: what's that one song on is it um me out shannon the one what, with, like, what are you talking about walking um, walking away
1: which walking what walking does it away, sound like
0: it sounds different. You, you were talking about they experimented with different sounds and i'm saying i agree i feel like away, there are a few
1: of them to me that i'm like ooh, this well, is to interesting
0: me, walking away stood out the most as okay. different because it sounded more less kind of pop folksy them and more like almost like a Grimes song, a Grimes, yeah, it gave me that okay, that styling like, more so, which makes sense because now I'm thinking about it. And the um, one of their, vi- their video with ASAP, she's in it, mm hmm. Maybe, maybe they're friends, <laughs> anyway. Go ahead,
1: probably. Um, so I just want to start off with like the album cover, they're looking so cute. Like their hair looks so shiny and bouncy the the tinted
0: aviators
1: yes and the color of the hair (laughs) yeah it's just so cute and i will say what i did love initially when i pressed play on this album is that uh and lord did it too and they did it and they start you off with the single so you already feel comfortable and you're ready to listen to the album you know they give you something a little familiar and then they like throw in the new shit and i really appreciate that
0: i appreciate that too um yeah the albums is real. like every how many songs is it 12 17 mm-hmm. 11 no. 11 songs 11. i'm like 11 12 17 eleven's oh no, 11's a good amount but i i thought about the past few albums that have come out which one's where i do i rarely do any skips and i can only think about this and a seat at the table where i'm like i like almost every song or every Mm -hmm. song of the album so this is giving me that where every day i'm like ooh, i like this is my favorite song no this is my favorite track and now they've all become my favorite track at some point or another it's just really
1: good it is and i i there's like You know, you get a little bit of 90s R&B in there. You get a little bit of 80s. 80s, definitely. Um, You, it just is so good. And I, thinking of the songs that I think really, really stood out to me, I think Kept Me Crying was like probably the first one. Because there's just a lot happening on that song in the best way possible. Like they hit these harmonies in the oh, middle and that are... And it's
0: gotten so much better vocally, too. Right? Even, I, I always thought Danielle sounded good, but even her voice has improved. Yeah. And then together, yeah, the harmonies. And, you know, I feel like anytime you have a band with three sisters or three siblings or three mm-hmm. people who are singing, you have to be able to harmonize at some point because people just expect it. Um, and they've definitely improved yeah, their and tenfold. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And they, they blended well together. They were light. And then, you know, the song... But then the beat is a little heavier on that song and it's kind of like rocky. And then you get like some amazing guitar riffs at the end of the song. And it just, ugh, it builds so well. I love it And What so I like much. about
0: them too is that their album, if you listen to it, it can sound a little pop rocky or whatever mm-hmm. genre you want to call this, it. it's just light and airy and fun. But when you watch them perform it live, you have to remember, like, they're fucking amazing instrumentalists. Like they they're they're a band. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm always excited to see them perform because I saw them perform a little of your love and um, want you back live. And I was like, oh, they're so fucking good. Um, and it sounds and each time they perform it live, it always sounds a little bit different, mm-hmm. I guess, more rocky than like the album, which right. I don't mind. I think that's great, too. Yeah, in fact, I think I fell in love with them as an as a band. I saw them perform live first and then went back to the album and realized, mm. like, oh, it's the same girls.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I found it in silence. I love because I'm obsessed with Florence in the Machine and I love a good call and response.
0: <laughs> oh, you know, even the, the title song. of that song sounds it's like a exa- It does. It
1: really does. <laughs> um, so, anytime anyone's giving homage to the Queen Florence Welch, like, I'm here for it. And they did Definitely. a great job. Uh, something to tell you also was like an early fave for me, uh, because it's just it's so catchy. It's catchy for me. My early
0: my the ones I find super catchy were um, "You Never Knew" and "Ready for You." Mm. Uh, I like. I really like something "Ready like for George You." Michael. So I, it I does,
1: really like and mm. I like "Ready for You" because I'm like you know us girls also know a good one when we see it. We just don't have the time right now for it. You know what I mean? Right.
0: And that's why I found those two songs especially funny because Ready For You is sort of, I'm kind of being a fuck nigga. But then You Never Knew is, well, you're the fuck nigga this time. I love you and you don't want me. But i you know, I feel like Haim has the range. So they're like, you know, sometimes the other person is uh, being an asshole, but sometimes you're the asshole and not recognizing a good one when you see one.
1: Yes. (laughs) right because i I mean the first album they were chasing homeboy all over the place yeah now
0: they're just like you know i know you're good but give me two more years i'll be ready
1: right (laughs) and they were like so i know i did a whole album about how you wouldn't answer my calls but i'm gonna be honest about why you weren't answering my (laughs) call
0: because i'm ashley
1: i'm a little ashy too
0: just a little bit you know just a little bit we all we've all been the asshole sometimes it happens all to the best of us but yes yeah, so i'm excited uh i think they re- have a tour coming up but right now i only see west coast dates i was upset about that until i learned i was moving to the west coast so they have a seattle date
1: <laughs> oh, <dang. laughs>
0: september beginning of september which mm-hmm. i made angle a fly out with my job just for that but I haven't seen any East Coast dates, so when they do, maybe we'll do that. I don't, or I won't be. I don't know what we're we gonna do, Shannon. What are we gonna do?
1: I know, because I want to go.
0: Yeah, we have to figure out when the East Coast dates are, or else I'll just go to the Seattle concert by myself, which is okay. Wah. Okay. Wah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds um,
0: terrible. I think you have an honorable mention
1: This episode So I absolutely do have an honorable mention And that honorable mention Goes to Lana Del Rey For Lust for Life Um Lana Lizzie Grant
0: always gives us something
1: Always something And (laughs) it's always Something I I really want and it's just like perfect for the summer She has she, she has some me moods. She does. She really yeah. does. I she gives me she moods. Gives moods. I think, you know, she gives me she gives me looks for these songs like I just I know what I want to be wearing when I'm listening to it and where where I want to be and what I want to be doing. And I think that's very important <laughs> when it comes to music because, you know, it just like brings it all together. Um and the The production on on the album is great. I she has is she in a happier place? Because I thought about the t-
0: titles of her last uh-huh. albums. And you have "Born to Die" and "Ultra Violence," but now she's lusting for life, and I'm happy for that. Good you know, community.
1: she. I think she is in a. <laughs> she's in a place it seems where she she's come to terms with things not always working out. You know, um, because probably. My favorite, like, you know, she has a song with Stevie Nicks on the album, guys, which is a beautiful song. It's called Beautiful People, Beautiful Problems. Um, Don't we all want to be, don't we all want to have both? Uh, I
0: like Coachella Woodstock in my Woodstock in my mind Only because I, I know it's ironic And I know she's like making fun of herself
1: Yeah she is, it's refreshing. a funny song <laughs> <laughs> um, God Bless America And All the Beautiful Women in it Is also a great song These song uh, titles are it, amazing They're so Like she's just the best I love this girl so much uh, Tomorrow Never Came featuring Sean Ono is probably my favorite song On the album is also probably the saddest song <laughs> it's basically, he's like, you know, meet me on this bench and I will love you like no tomorrow. And she was like, well, tomorrow never came. So
0: <laughs> that's given me very Lily Allen. She has a couple songs. Where it's like, oh, I want to tell you.
1: Um, yeah. And then, yeah. you know, she always has her like two bops at least on an album. And the bops are right in the middle and they are both with asap rocky so she gives you summer bummer and i like their Groupie love. working relationship i love their working relationship i do yeah. um i think summer actually i love both i love summer bummer and i love Groupy love i can't i don't know which one i i like more excellent yeah and you know her and she always picks really great titles because summer bummer is just like a really great summer bop so (laughs) she's really on the nose that one very
0: very much so on the nose with that cool um so if you have to
1: pick a playlist Oh, it was so hard this week. There was just so much. There were so,
0: I mean, if I, if you ask me, I would just say every song on the Haim album, but I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to tell you to listen to the entire Haim album. Do I'm it. You do yourselves a favor. <laughs> from something, someone else. I'll let you start because my single is sort of. <laughs> oh, gosh.
1: OK, so <laughs> I, I will start with a bit of a throwback. Um, oh, no what
0: oh yeah actually i like your throwback go ahead
1: so um my throwback is the big beat by azalea banks because that girl can do whatever else she wants in her personal life but the bitch makes amazing music
0: she makes amazing music um a and episode to her
1: absolutely oh 100 and um last time you talked about the vince staples album And so I listened to it And It actually got me like Oh yeah Love Can
0: Be Yes and it It got me
1: It got me missing uh, Azalea Banks Because I Like he just has some like incredible Beats on that album and I was there were just so Like more than one song where I was like yo Azalea Banks would be Insane on this beat um so if she ever you know if she ever comes back into the world girl <laughs> do yourself a favor and give me some give me a hot SoundCloud. because i've heard you know five track angela thing.
0: kardashian is trying to become a rapper and we i just don't have time for it wait what
1: yeah
0: let's just yeah that's what i heard um why are we
1: even talking about angela kardashian and azalea banks together in this same- i th- i
0: know because some reason someone said oh black china is going to take over and i was like not in a world where zelia banks exists so i just i don't know
1: so i hope it doesn't happen also um, there's a cardi b but right we already have
0: cardi b and also cardi b is great so
1: cardi is oh, i love her looking
0: um like a lake.
1: my look pick at me for today
0: <laughs> is a throw wait
1: i have one more pick
0: wait I want to do mine because it's also Ugh, a throwback so you can do yours. So I, think, I think we should end on a very recent song, which is okay. the one you want to
1: pick.
0: Yeah. Um, one of my pick for, for today, again, the whole entire Heim album, but my single pick for today is... So I've been recently feeling nostalgic and one of my favorite al- mm, movies is Dirty Dancing Havana Nights, aka Dirty Dancing 2, because it's essentially the story of the Cuban Revolution set with a dancing backdrop it has an amazing amazing sort of reggaeton but mostly latin um and afro beat album like hands down one of my favorite movie soundtracks but on it was a song with white clef and claudette ortiz from uh city high and it was dance like this and i love that song and i remember being pissed when Wyclef came out again a year later with Hips Don't Lie which is essentially Dance Like This but with Shakira and I just thought it was really rude because Claudette Ortiz deserved the notoriety and it also sounds better with her so if you're feeling a little spicy and feeling like you're missing Home Girl from South Jersey Claudette check out Dance Like This it's, better than <laughs> Hips Don't, it's 10 times better than Hips Don't Lie that's all and also watch Dirty Dancing too. it's a great
1: movie it's so good
0: It's so good. Amazing reviews.
1: It's the story of the Cuban Revolution. (laughs) Did you write all of them? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Probably. I have have many Yahoo
1: accounts. (laughs) Okay. Um. And okay. So I have one more playlist ad, and this is a a new a new one. Um. I. Muramasa also came out with an album And definitely Check that one out because it's Great And I am adding The song Who is it gonna be Featuring AK Paul Um This song I can't listen to it and not move
0: Yeah the production I'm not gonna lie I was like wow This, is, this sounds amazing
1: isn't it? It's yeah. like it's so impressive. And you know, he's 21 and I feel like every time I I like listen to something and I'm like, "Wait, how old is he again?" Um but this song is great. Like the beats are great. It's a it's a great summer song. And AK Paul's, I didn't know who he was before this, but then I went back and listened to like um a song he did with Nao and he's fantastic and he's got this he's got like a nice syrupy voice which on top of the on top of the beats is just it's just delicious. So I'm really, really feeling that song.
0: Yeah, it's a very rich sounding and mm-hmm. it, yeah. Switches up the beat a couple times. It's a good song.
1: It is. It's um, a I'm good song. I'm always a
0: fan of great production.
1: Yeah. Um and if you if you like him on that song definitely check out um so good uh with nao featuring ak paul
0: indeed and also the name of the album oh it's is it
1: self-titled miramasa
0: yeah okay yeah i just want to make sure they know yeah it's um the song you mentioned it's on the the album which is a self-titled album
1: (laughs) Yes, it is the, yeah. <laughs> I got <laughs> confused. Like, I was clicking on it. Like, what album is this? Yes, it's self titled. Um, but I guess it's also everyone else's title. Like, everyone's name is on it, and all the titles are on it. So, um, but yeah, definitely check it out. Um, Fireflies with Nao is also a great song um, on the album. So, honorable mention goes to that album also
0: yo! Sounds. I like our music picks this week. I think it, it was all over the place. All over the place.
1: Good. So good, right? Good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, and on that note, we are going to go ahead and get out of here. And, you know, hopefully we will be a little bit more streamlined on the next one. Probably not, because I'm sure there's just going to be a shit ton of music again. Uh, and we'll definitely be talking about. Uh, flower boy on the next on the next episode.
0: Oh cuz Tyler's our little baby boo.
1: He is. I love him so much.
0: Maybe Kalela too. I might bring her up. <gasps> a new yes,
1: spot. definitely. Ooh, we I'm excited. Guys, <laughs> dos dos. Bye guys.
0: Playback, Playback with, with Wyatt Wyatt. John. Do you think you're
1: like a